This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks snacks shows attractions races and all of that other good stuff you see at a theme park if it happens in a theme park it happens here on annual pass i am your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always is my beautiful lovely and talented co-host Jeff Ramsey. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Jack. How are you? I am well. I am well. It's been a while since we've been in person, Jeff. Yeah, it has been a minute. We had the holidays and then, uh, well, then, you know, COVID is a reality. Yeah, Omicron sort of popped up there. And so we, we did an at-home episode, but everyone's been tested here today. So yeah, we're, all we're, good. We're, we're good, but happy to be back in studio. Happy to see you face-to-face and record this live. So it's been an exciting month or so, Jeff. We're, we're recording this towards the end of January. And um, yeah, the th- this is going to be a little bit of a unique episode because instead of talking about an attraction today, Jeff, I want to talk about the Walt Disney World Marathon 2022. Jack, that is, I was about to say that is all I want to talk about, <laughs> all I want to talk about, but I, I I did just have something pop up into my head Uh-oh. that I also want to cover. What's that? Uh, just real quick. Just real quick. Uh, we, uh, we're in the middle of a, 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 a freezing event in Texas. Yeah, yeah, it was 80 degrees yesterday, and it's literally 31 outside. Yeah, right which for us is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. rest of the world is like, 31, <laughs> let's, let, let's go play soccer. We have, we have PTSD from last yeah. year's freezing event. But that got me thinking, um, as I was bundling up today, what did... I, now, I recognize most theme parks, uh, well, at least the, the the big heavy hitters are in California and Florida, right? Yeah. But then there's like oh, there's a lot in Ohio and mm-hmm. in other parts of the world. What do people, do people, do theme parks shut down for snow? Yeah, yeah. They do. A like, lot what, do. The, I imagine like, is there a, is there even like, because it's all outside. It's a, it's a safety outside. thing more than anything. Was I just wonder, is there like a temperature threshold where they're like, it's 40 degrees, it's just too cold for people to enjoy? Or does it have to be like snow, sleet, ice? It's, it's funny that you mentioned this because just literally recently, uh, I think a couple days ago, someone sent me a video of uh, Tokyo Disneyland in snow. So oh, literally, wow. it's like it's Disney. It's like imagine going to Disney in Florida, except there's snow everywhere. Well, and that it's is like, first off, that is beautiful. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. And that's one of those things that like, you know, I guess they have it down to a science where like they know how to work it because mm-hmm. they deal with that stuff. But yeah, I mean, they, canceled, canceled, canceled. there's not. A, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that is, you know, canceled due to, you know, safety concerns. But a lot of stuff is covered. Mm. But it's somewhere like, you know, a Six Flags or a, uh, you know, a uh, <laughs> uh, we're looking at a, fr- a picture of Frozen and snow going in front of that's That's so cool, though. Um, I bet that Hall of Presidents is never more popular than <laughs> <laughs> During a snow flurry, I doubt they have the Hall of Presidents <laughs> in uh, in Japan. But I don't know, maybe they do. But uh, anyway, yeah. So it is a thing that that theme parks do deal with. I mean, that's why a lot of you know a lot of people are like, oh, if they're going to build another Disney park, where would they build it? Like maybe you know Washington or you know like somewhere in like you know Oregon. It's like no, it would be Texas if they were going to do another one. It would be somewhere where it snows randomly once every five years. And so um, anyway, but yeah, yeah, theme parks do deal with it, and it's a lot of times it is shut down. That's interesting because it's I, I, when I think of theme park, I ins- I think of summer. Yeah, always sunny yeah. day and summer, maybe rain, but hot rain. Yeah, you know? just, just bum bags and, and visors. And yeah. around. So uh, anyway, good, n- nice little side. It's funny that you mentioned that because I literally was watching a video about that the other mm. day. But I'm going to talk about my experience. I-, I just went on a trip to Disney. I just got back uh, about a week and a half ago at this point where I did the Walt Disney World Marathon. I've been 
talking about it here on Annual Pass for a while, and I figured, hey, let's just do an episode where we get get everything out of the system right now and uh, and talk about it. So uh, anyway, thank you very much, everyone, for watching and listening. Don't forget YouTube.com slash Annual Pass if you want to watch this live. I've got some visual aids in this episode, so if you're listening to the audio version, I apologize, but I've got some stuff I want to show off. Uh, also, uh, don't forget to grab some merchandise in the store, store.roosterteeth.com. We have some new shirts coming. Very, very soon. Uh, they are themed around like Epcot style stuff. It looks, oh, it's really right. cool. Right. I didn't know what you're talking about for a second, but I did. Yeah. See those. Yeah. yeah. We got those. Uh, we just had a meeting with our merchandise guys and they are very excited to make some new stuff as well. But yeah, our new shirts look awesome They're If you like the annual pass logo, which is, you know, loosely based off of kind of the Epcot 80s look. Mm. Uh, that you're gonna dig this because we have some cool new shirts coming out soon. Uh, and don't forget, you can grab our, our we have a, we have our pin, our snow globe pin still mm -hmm. up. We're doing more pins coming up very soon. I, I'm pushing pins hard, Jeff. I saw that for those heathens that wear Crocs. There's even there's like a pin pack. We thing. have shoe charms. Yeah, is that what they're called? Yeah, because we can't call them like Croc charms or whatever because that's <laughs> copyright. No, yeah. There, so there is a there is an achievement hunter, which is kind of like the umbrella of uh, annual pass. There's achievement hunter shoe charms, which include a few other podcasts. But we're in there, so there's an annual pass little one in there. If you if you get one for you your Crocs, uh, send us a photo of it. If you, if you wanted to promote annual pass with your big toe, we've got you covered. <laughs> oh, and also we have a Discord now too, Jeff. Did you know that? We, I we, didn't know that. Yeah, no. we, we created a Discord. Thanks for the invite. Uh, we, I, you, I send you an I'll send you an invite. Thank you. Uh, well, yeah, we created a Discord uh, channel now that you can join. We'll have the link in the description as well. So if you want to join that, jump in there, talk to all the uh, lovely, lovely pass holders, including the Gale Fox in there, and they're talking about like all the art they do. It's it's fantastic. So anyway, jump in the Discord. It's a lot of fun. There's a bunch of different groups in there, including one I'm going to talk about specifically here in a little bit. But uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that because I've determined, we were talking about this earlier, that 2022 is the year of annual pass. Yes. yes. I am really, I'm, I'm, I'm redoubling my efforts on annual pass. It's going to be a good one. We, we've gotten, we got some approval to go on some trips mm -hmm. already, which is great. And uh, we have some fun stuff planned. Uh, I will say that there's the very normal podcast tour. I think that's what it's called. Uh, we are going to be involved in that. We'll have more details pretty soon on that and we've got some cool plans that we're working on right now for that um yeah it, it's gonna it's gonna be a good year for annual pass 2021 was a was a foundational uh, brick building year for annual pass 2022 we're gonna knock it out of the park jack the theme park <laughs> knock it out of the theme park jeff so let's talk about my trip to walt disney world over this past week and kind of my experiences well really my trip to florida because I, I did a few different things i, I figured we kind of do like a recap of my okay. adventures down there uh so I, I i landed in florida uh me and my wife we we landed in florida the first thing i did jeff was i went to the wide world of sports at Disney World. So they have the ESPN Wide World of Sports. You, of all people, would appreciate this. Mm -hmm. This is where they did most of the NBA season yeah, last yeah, season. Yeah, in the bubble. They had, in, like, yeah, they had the Disney bubble. Yeah. Gyms, yeah, yeah. So they had a lot of NBA players staying at the Grand Floridian, and literally they would go from there to the ESPN uh, Wide World of Sports, and then play their games inside of a stadium there, and then just go back to the Grand Floridian. Uh, so the actual bib pickup was at one of those stadiums, so I got to like walk on the floor where like they had the games. And stuff, oh, that's awesome. kind of cool. And so I picked up my bib, which uh, is is it's the uh, the thing that you wear on your chest whenever you're running around. Sixty five twenty, Jeff. Now that's I a, me. I have a question. What's Does that? that literally mean you were the 65 
uh, 120th person to register. Is there a 0001? There is a bib one. Um, I will say there's a couple different ways you can do the races because there are four races that happen over the course of Marathon Weekend at Walt Disney World. There is the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, and the marathon. Uh, and if you do them all, you get the Goofy medal, right? Close. Or Pluto or nope. uh, who is it? You got it. Come on. Goofy is a medal you can't get, but it's not not for that one. What is the medal? It's the Dopey Dopey challenge. medal. That's what Dopey so, challenge. Yeah, so there's the Dopey challenge where it's basically you run all four of them. There's also the Goofy challenge where you run the half marathon and the marathon. Oh, okay. Uh, so those are special. And if you get the Dopey one, you also get the Goofy medal too. So if you run Dopey, so every race you run, you get a medal for completing that race. Mm-hmm. And then also if you complete a challenge, you get a medal for that as well. So if you do Dopey, you get six medals. Dang. It's pretty rad. And you see the people holding them all up. It's kind of, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty now, cool. Now, do you have to pay for each, like an entry fee for each one of those? You or do. is there one that just blanket covers everything? Uh, well, you, you pay, you pay for one fee and it covers okay, all okay, of them. Okay. It is more expensive. It's, it's not as expensive as individual. Like if you, if you register for all four individually, but you know, it is, it is expensive, you know, cause yeah. you're still, a lot of stuff goes into it. Uh, yeah. So I just did the marathon though. This is something I've been just training the, for. Just the marathon. Yeah. Just the marathon. Just this year. And, uh, and so Signed up for that, got my stuff. I had I have a shirt that I, I, I haven't washed yet, yet, so I was going to wear it today, but I haven't washed it, so I was like, I should probably wash it. It probably, it probably smells at this point. And uh, and then I also, I also got some pins. I got a magnet as well that says, I did it, even though I hadn't completed it yet, but it's like one of those magnets you put on the back of a, a car or something. Mm. It's on my uh, dishwasher at the house right now. <laughs> I don't know if, I wanna, if I'm going to rock that in the back of my car. <laughs> So um, anyway, and then uh, from there, you, they had an expo. They actually have like a running expo where they have like people showing off a different sort of, uh, you know, uh, like supplements and and like gels and and you know uh, a little late in the game to be switching up your your tactics. Yeah, but, but they have like headphones and things. They have like That's sweatbands. Cool. Like they uh, one one of the big uh, one of the big areas had uh, a skirts. So they had like running skirts. They had, like like real like puffy ones that are just cute that are super light. Did, did you get one? I did not. Not for this one. Now are there uh, how many people are running the marathons across? Or, uh, it's in the tens of thousands. Okay. Um, I don't have a specific number, Ben. If you want to try to find. The specific number for that one. I, I want to say uh, I placed. So spoiler alert: I did it. I I ran the marathon. I placed. I think six thousandth. <laughs> so, okay, something like that. And I and I finished with forty five minutes left. So there were a lot of people behind me too. So I'm guessing who, running the marathon is probably around ten thousand people. May, okay. Maybe a little bit less than that. Okay. Um, and this was also a smaller year too, because a lot of people stayed home because of COVID. Um, yeah. I, I went into it knowing, you know, I, I tested before. I went, I came back, I tested after. I never, as far as I know, I never caught COVID. I was very careful about it, even though it is still a lot of people huffing and puffing while running. I uh, <laughs> behind the scenes, I I I had lunch with you a couple uh, maybe a week ago where I admitted to you that I um I actually had planned to go yeah. and be there and surprise you yeah. at the finish line. I had an Airbnb, I had my flights on hold <laughs> and then uh and then it just it just seemed like yeah. t- too much of a risk to take yeah. for not running the event. You know? I mean, my, my thing, honestly, like, the, 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 you know, this might be controversial, but I was like, I assumed I was going to get COVID when I was out there. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, but it was something that I literally been training for this for six months. I'm boosted. I'm vaccinated. I was like, if I'm going to get it, I, you know, I, I just assumed it would probably happen, but I knew I would, you know, I've done everything I possibly can. Take all the precautions. Exactly. And I, but even then, like, we still, I masked up, like, the only time I wasn't masked was when I was running. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's face Facing the same direction, so if anyone people are breathing on your back, um, Ben, Ben, you have a question. I see you, sir. Uh, yeah. So the first marathon run in January 1994 featured 5,588 runners. Nice. Uh, as of 2020, 
Uh, there were 14,116 finishers. Wow. We don't have data for 2021 yet, but that's like the most recent one. Yeah, because 2022, yeah. Yeah, 2021 got canceled because of COVID. But yeah, this is the first one back. So they actually did. Okay. There, there was a race in November. It was the Wine and Dine. That was their first race back. Um, that was just a half marathon. They only do the marathon once a year in January. Is it capped or like if 100,000 people? Yes, it is capped. So, okay. yeah, it, it, it sells out very quickly because the marathon is like, you know, they only do a marathon once. Mm-hmm. So I was I was up when the tickets went on sale and got them. And then apparently they sold out that day. Great. So it is very much like if you want to do it, you got to register for it. So uh, anyway, we uh, you know, this has been something I've been training for for a long time. I was like, I'm not going to miss this. So I went we did. I, I, I got my stuff. And then uh, I was there a couple days early just to kind of get acclimated sure. to the time and start trying to sleep earlier because the marathon starts at 5 a.m. So you literally like the race begins at 5 a.m. You have to be there. I left my hotel room at 3 a.m. to get there for the marathon for five. So it started, you know, getting there earlier and acclimating and whatnot. I will say uh, one thing I did was uh, we got there on the 7th, 6th. We got there on the 6th. The race was on the 9th. And on the 7th, which is a Friday, uh, Katie and I went to Universal Studios and we rode Shrek one last time. Oh, how was it? Down. It was good. It yeah. was good. It was sad because there were people there. Like, you could tell, like, the people working it were kind of like, oh, hey, you know, thanks for coming by. Like, it's last weekend we're open, so, you know, enjoy it. And people were like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're shutting down. Well, it was awesome that you were able to go one more time. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And then, uh, so we rode that. Unfortunately, Mummy had actually shut down on the 6th for its refurb. So we missed Mummy by a day, ah. um, which was on unfortunate but that's okay mummy's coming back i'm not concerned about that so so you get there on thursday you check in you you get your bib mm-hmm. you buy your skirt you do all of that you get <laughs> I the, headbands i want a headband a headband and a skirt and uh and then friday you get up do, do you eat anything different on thursday um, well, so the, so leading up to the marathon, we'll, we'll skip ahead to the marathon. So Saturday, which is the, the day before the marathon, uh, we went. My it was my parents were there too, and and Katie and I, and we we went to Epcot and just kind of walked around for a little bit. That night, I went to an Olive Garden and is loaded up on spaghetti. Okay, so I uh, just tried to carbo load a little bit. So we got there at like five o'clock, really early dinner, loaded up. Literally, the guys next to us were also in marathon runners. They were talking about doing the marathon. <laughs> I was about to say, cool. was was Olive Garden just full of marathoners? <laughs> Yeah. spaghetti and bread <laughs> pretty yeah. much um one, one cool thing too is when you finish the race you get your your medal and a lot of people wear their medals to the parks so like while we were walking around the parks there were people like the 5k and the 10k medals walking around it's kind of cool to see and like everyone's yeah. real supportive like yeah congratulations and it was really neat and so uh so that was cool to see but then on saturday went and got spaghetti that night and then uh and tr- how, how are you feeling on saturday are you nervous Very are nervous. you excited uh, are yeah. you nauseous I'm, are you I, you know, do you have self doubt or like? I, I'm definitely nervous. I, I I'm comfortable knowing that my training I can finish it. Yes. Um, just knowing how much I've done before, I'd run 20 miles prior to that. So like I've done it. At that point, it's just kind of it just you know it's mental mental uh what not attribution. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, or basically just like you, you kind of you, you know you can do it. Yeah. Uh, and and so. I, I, I was ready for that, but I was still nervous and I was still anxious. And so I we I laid in bed, I think it's six or seven o'clock at night. I laid down and just stared at my ceiling for about four hours because I couldn't fall asleep because I had anxious nerves going yeah. through me. Finally fell asleep for a little bit. Alarm went off at 2 a.m., snoozed it a couple times, got up, got all my stuff ready. I, I laid out everything. <laughs> I wonder if anybody like, like in the Seinfeld episode snoozed their way through the marathon. Oh, man, that would be a nightmare. Yeah, can you imagine? Um, got up. I had all my stuff laid out, so uh, I had you know got everything ready to go. 
and then uh, and then drove down. So I dro- I drove to Epcot and uh, parked, and then immediately it's, it's kind of cool because you can see like as I was walking to the the starting line. People were like, you know, like rolling out their legs and doing stretches and just like doing the last minute things kind of at their car. I had two peanut butter sandwiches that I had made as like a last minute. Like I need in something. Austin or in the hotel? <laughs> in the hotel. Because <laughs> okay. you need something. Because yeah. I mean, you're so at some be- point you went to a store and you bought a bunch yeah, of yeah. sundries. And yeah, stuff. I loaded up on like, you know, Gatorades and waters and everything. Um, so I made I made some peanut butter sandwiches just to give myself some breakfast, basically. Just to put some fuel in the tank, because that's the one thing I've noticed as as I've been running these longer runs is uh, you need fuel in your stomach. Like at some point, you're stu- you're like you literally run out of energy. Yeah. It's just like I can't run anymore because I have nothing in me. And so that's when it becomes you know important to eat snacks or something during the race. They have like you know I take these goo gummies, which are like jelly beans, basically. Um, that about every forty five minutes, I just down a few of those, and it just keeps 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 the f- the tank going basically. And so, um, but having, having some peanut butter in you is good. It's protein, you know. It's 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 good for you. And um, yeah, and so doves. When you say goo gummies, all I can think about is it <laughs> South Park. Uh, what is the weather like when you roll up? So it was actually hot. Okay, that, that was one. There there was literally warning saying like, hey. Don't kill yourself. It's going to be a hot one today. Really? Um, yeah. They, this was one of the warmer uh, marathons they had had in a long time. Um, it, it, when I finished, it was like 81 degrees, which doesn't sound like a lot, but there's not a lot of trees on this course. I mean, you're yeah, running it's a on lot streets. of asphalt and concrete. Yeah, yeah. and it got hot. Um, I bet. You know, some of the early, some of the early runners, um, the the guys who are the, the elite, they they literally have like an elite corral where they have all the people that are actually like marathon runners. They finished in like under four hours like under three hours even. So they start at 5 a.m. They're done by 8, so they're fine. But us kind of, you know, first marathoners, we're going to take... Normal humans. Yeah, we're going to yeah. take six to seven hours, and so we're getting close to noon, and so it starts warming up. And the, But there were literally, like, alerts, like, don't push yourself too hard. Don't try to make this a personal best. Just, you know, it's going to it's gonna be a hot one. When you get up there and you, you, uh-huh. you, you report for duty at 5 a.m. at Epcot, are your parents and your wife Katie with you, or are they back at the hotel? They're back at the hotel. They're, so, they're still asleep. They're still sleeping um, because at the starting line, the getting to the starting line is pretty much just for racers only. So uh-huh. let, me, let me get back more into it. So I, I walked up. So at Epcot, you walk through, uh, you like you park in the normal Epcot parking lots, and then you walk to a starting area where they have like a stage set up and they have like entertainment where there's a DJ talking like, hey, you know, who's your first time? Ooh, and everyone's cheering and whatnot. They've got tons of porta potties. Um, they have like uh, coffee trucks. They have pretty much anything you need is kind of there. Loads of people. They have those uh, mylar blankets you see. Um, well, is coffee recommended? No, is no. it a diuretic? Right, like probably. But yeah. I mean, some people need it to wake up. And I don't. I, okay, sure. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they had like you know breakfast stuff there as well, like bananas and uh, and so and they also had a gear check, so you could have a bag and literally if you have anything with you, you just want to hand to them, they'll hold it for you. That's so great. which yeah. is kind of cool if you don't have a car or something or you got Ubered or something, whatever. So that was nice to have that th- that there too. Then eventually they're like, okay, everyone proceeds to the starting area. And so everyone, this mass of people started walking kind of backstage around Epcot to a road. They have like, it's literally a road. I I don't know the name of it, but uh, they have these, you know, the starting line is on one of the major roads around Epcot. And in front of the starting line are corrals where they put just everyone. So I was in corral six. Six is what it was, which is there's only six of them. So I was at the back. Um, so like the first crowd, the first like three crowds were like actual runners. Like these are people that are going to, you know, run the whole 
way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then four, five, and six, they're kind of like, oh, there's you know additional people. Um, so I was in the back with a bunch of other people, uh, with more restrooms out there as well, and we couldn't even see the start line. It was so far away. Are you, now, so this is the six corrals would comprise like let's say approximately ten thousand people. Like it's the whole yeah, group. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's literally everyone who's got to run is are in these corrals. So in your in your corral group. Are you uh, socializing? Are you talking to people? So I ended Are you up making friends. Yeah. So I so I sat down. Of course, you know I've got this nervous energy because it's sure. the first time I've ever done this. I'm excited. I don't know anyone there, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay. And then some dude sits down next to me. He just happens to be from like Taylor, Texas. And I was like, oh, oh. oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, my my wife is somewhere up there. She's a runner. She's wanted me to do it. And I was like. Cool, man. And so him and I talked for a bit. And then actually I was tweeting about this because I was, you know, sitting there, nothing to do. And then an annual pass fan actually is like, hey, I'm I'm in the same corral as you. And he tracked me down. And so oh, he came pass holder. Yeah, yeah. So he came over. He said hi, which is cool. And I, I feel bad because I was so just like my head was all over the place. Yeah, that I didn't yeah, really yeah. give him like the proper attention I should have. Yeah. And so, so you um, can issue a formal apology. For <laughs> I saw like, him later. I saw him later. OK. And so uh, after the race was over like, the next day. And so, uh, so anyway, we're, we're sitting there and then, uh, at five, like around four forty-five, uh, everyone starts standing up because like people sitting down. So everyone starts standing up and, uh, we, we see from a distance fireworks go off Okay, and it's like, Oh, because we were so far back when I see what's going on. They have the rollers, which are like people in wheelchairs and they have like hand, hand, uh, I don't know what it's called, but there's basically like kind of like, uh, you lay down and you have like a hand cart mm -hmm. thing where it's like they had, so they basically let them go first. Mm -hmm. I forget the, uh, the proper term for it. So they went first. So that was like the first start. So they're off. And then, then everyone kind of like gets up and we start shifting. And then it's like at 5 a.m., fireworks go off again. And then it's like, okay, everyone's moving again. And then we had we can finally get close to video screens. We see like, oh, there's people going. And then we're getting close enough to the stage. And we realize they start like letting people go about every five minutes. So they, it wasn't like all of Corral 1 went. It was like a big chunk of them went. And then okay. they waited, basically kind of held them. Because there and, is a sensor on the back of your bib that once you cross the start line, that starts your you time. You just answered, yeah, that just answered my question. Yeah, okay, so great. so literally they would hold you back. And it's like as soon as you cross that, that your time begins. So even though like it starts at 5 a.m., I didn't I didn't cross the start line till about 5:30. Okay. And you were near the back so yeah. were you like there was there were probably people behind you yeah. though that didn't start for a little bit later. Yeah, I think there were at least two more starts after me cuz I remember fireworks going off behind okay. me. So that that's a, they do that just to space it out a little bit so you're not just like I mean it's packed. You're shoulder to shoulder, but at the same time it's not it's not so packed that you know you can't move. And uh did you have other photos throughout the day or just Yeah, like, yeah, no, I took a bunch. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. So uh actually I shot some video too. I'll see how maybe we can put it into the YouTube yeah. channel or something. Uh but yeah, it was uh so like That's a lot of people. It was, it was a whole lot of people there. And so, you know, race begins. So I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm going. Here we go." And so like this is I've got my headphones in, I've got music playing. What are you listening to? Um I've got a playlist that is a 165 to 170 BPM playlist. It's about I it turns out it's about a 4 hour long playlist cuz I finished it. <laughs> so Is that the first time you've ever finished it? Uh I it's the first time I ever actively recognized I finished it. Okay. I'm sure I yeah. did when I did my 20 miler, but I was just so yeah. out of breath that I didn't realize it. And so I'm off and it's it's 165 BPM cuz that's basically my cadence. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things where if you can kind of turn your brain off and let your feet just like recognize the beat. It's like, "Oh, okay, I'm just kind of going and not thinking about it." Anything you can do to kind of get yourself out of your own head is the way to go. Yeah. And so we start and I'm like, all right, here we go. And uh, typically for me, when I run the first couple K, uh, for I, I do it by kilometers just because it's easier. To, like I know a marathon is 42 kilometers, you know, and so I, I just do it that way because it's a little bit more granular than miles. Um, and so I know I basically have to have like I have, I have to run a 10 minute kilometer 
to to stay ahead of the 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 balloon ladies, which that's before we get into it. The balloon ladies, there are three women at the back, literally the end of the race. They are the last ones to cross the start line. They're the last ones to finish. Um, they run at a consistent pace of sixteen miles or sixteen minute miles, which is seven hours. And so if you fall behind them for too long, they literally have a bus that follows them and they will just scoop you up and put you on the bus until they fill the bus and they drive the bus away to the to the finish line and then another bus replaces them. So if you fall behind the balloon lady, it's like the long walk. If you fall behind the <laughs> balloon ladies, maybe not for that too sense. long. Yes, they literally they, they just they extract you from the exactly from the course. I mean, yeah, they, they you don't have a choice. You They're get like, swept. Get on the bus. Yeah, you get swept. I mean, uh, and so I mean, it's intimidating. Even though, like, how I, close to the balloon ladies did you get? I saw them once, uh, actually, because at one point, uh, we when we went to Animal Kingdom, we did a big loop through Animal Kingdom, like about a three mile loop through Animal Kingdom, and on the way out, they were coming the other. They were going in. Okay. So I, I saw. I was never. I was never concerned that I wasn't going to finish though. Uh, but it was still like, Oh, to, to know, like there is a finish point that moves and there's a line that literally is moving. What is it like, uh, as you're running through and seeing all of these rides and, and attractions that you have spent your entire life loving, uh, seeing it from the road, like, is it, I, I guess surreal would be how I would expect it's, you to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely, it's, it brought me. It brought me back to when I used to work at Disney World. You know, I did the I did the college program back mm -hmm. in the early two thousands, and so uh, the first area that I went back behind the scenes, uh, like backstage, was Epcot. And I was like, oh, I know all this. Like, I remember I recognized signs and like show, and they had like the keys to the kingdom. I was like, oh, I remember all this stuff. And so being back there was a lot of fun. I mean, like, it it, it was it wasn't as mind blowing as I'm sure like if you've never seen that stuff before it might be. But it was, I mean, it's, it's, for you, it was nostalgic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, it was, it was kind of nice to see that. But, uh, but the the actual course, like, so as we start running, um, so one neat thing they do during the race is they have throughout the course they have character stops where you can go take a photo of someone, and so that's it's really cool. Except when you're so far back, by the time you get to a character stop, the line is like thirty people deep. Yeah, and yeah. they're going through pretty quick because what they do is you can link your bib number to your actual photo pass. So anytime a photo of me got taken by the Disney uh, photo pass people, it would link to my. They would like I think it's probably an OCR reader or something that just mm -hmm. recognizes numbers and spits out whatever photos it links it to your account so you could go take a photo like uh and you know with whatever character they might have out i think the first one they had was like pluto and you know then then like in your photo pass like oh there's a photo of me and pluto that's kind of cool except i was kind of in the i was in the mode i was like i'm running i don't want to stop right now like i know I i'm feeling good right now so i'm not going to stop so i ran past the first few of them but the neat thing is they bring out a lot of characters they don't normally have out so like darkwing duck was out it's like, oh my gosh. It's like, when you see Darkwing Duck out at, at Disney World, he was over by Epcot. He had his plane behind him. It was awesome. It was that's like, pretty yeah. that's pretty awesome. And so you see a lot of like, I, I got a photo with Friar Tuck, which like, okay, sure, Friar Tuck's out. That's odd. Um, so it's kind of neat because they do that to basically keep you entertained and kind of keep, you know, keep you motivated and keep you going. And it's also a good place to kind of stop and cool off for a minute if you're, you know, exhausted. Yeah. Um, I should also mention, too, throughout the course, they have medical tents about every two miles or so where literally it's like they will. They Can have you just respond to that in kilometers for me? It's more granular. <laughs> so it's cl close to three or four kilometers. OK, thank you. Um, you know, like they've got they've got medical tents set up where um, they literally have people that are like they'll stretch you out. Like if your legs are if you're like cramping, they'll help you 
you stretch out. Did they, you take advantage of that? I never did, actually. Yeah. The only thing I took advantage of was sunscreen at one point. Like when the sun started coming up, they had sunscreen, and so they sprayed some of my arms. Now, did you did you experience cramping? Um, my legs were definitely tight, but I was still moving. Okay. So I, at no point did I ever, like, freeze up to the point. I will say, uh, first time ever, Jeff, I uh, my nipples bled. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't bleed, but I had blood blisters by yeah. the time I was done. Yeah, how, how was that? Uh, not fun, not fun. Sh- showering with blood blisters on your nipples is not a good thing. So I used to surf a lot yeah. uh, when I was younger, uh, and you encounter a similar thing when you surf because surf wax uh, will eventually just kind of rip all the hair off of your chest, and it um. will just bloody your nipples mercilessly. So a lot of people wear these things called rash guards mm-hmm. to help you from getting rash. I, I assume it must be kind of a similar thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, you put like Vaseline or like Astroglide or something on and there. And you could... hadn't done that ahead of time because it's not something you'd experience. Yeah, I never. I literally never yeah. encountered that. Yeah. But what what it is is I wear my shirt. I have my running shirt is like a compression compression ah compression shirt. There we go. And uh, so typically it just kind of sticks to me, but it was so hot and so humid that I immediately started sweating. Mm. So it was sliding on me because I was sweating. Yeah. And because of that, you know, you, six and a half hours of sliding shirt across, you know, the your, the extremity on your chest. And uh, yeah. At what point did you dis- at what point did you first feel nipple pain? Uh, it was sore when I was running, but it wasn't until when I got to the car to go back to the hotel, I took my shirt off. And I was That's like, when oh, there it okay. is. But it wasn't like so painful. You're like, no, oh, God, no, I, I didn't. I didn't have to go to the center or anything okay, like okay. that. Um, but uh, so there's medical tents everywhere. They also have uh, water and snacks. So they have wa- they have water and Powerade uh, about every, you know, every two kilometers or so. And uh, I make sure that like I made sure to keep drinking every time I how, went. How does that work? Is it like in the movies and the TV where they're just holding out mm-hmm. a, a, like a Dixie cup and then you yeah. go and you just drink it? And the the proper way to do it actually is they they take it and they hold their hand flat okay. like this, so that way there's no resistance if you yeah, grab yeah, it. Yeah, Because if they're doing like this, it might be a little bit right, resistance. Right. So they keep their hands flat when they grab That's it. That's very me. cool. So you learn the, the the proper etiquette and whatnot. Um, so they had water and Powerade everywhere, and then they started like uh, further into Can the course. Can we test that out? Can you hear yeah, it, please? Go ahead. Look at that. See, no resistance at all. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and then you drink it and you yeah, throw that it. Yeah, wouldn't have slowed me down at all. <laughs> you throw it into the trash can when you're when you're done. Sure. Uh, so they also had they had snacks starting about like about halfway through. They started having like bananas and like other type of like food basically. And did you partake in those? Absolutely. How often were you eating? Um, about maybe every, uh, I would say about every five or six kilometers or so, they would have like snack tent, or not tents, but they would have like snacks and also with the water. And, and you would just hit up every time you saw a snack tent, you would hit it up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had like, I had my, my running gummies with me, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm going to take this instead. Cause you know, a banana is a little were bit nicer. You, were you able to stay ahead of it or were you, did you find yourself actively hungry at times I where know. it was like your tummy's growling? And that, like, that's the, Ugh. that's the thing. If you're, if your stomach's growling, it's too late. Right. Like you, you it's hard to dig out of that hole. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you want to stay ahead of it. So I was very cautious. I like, that's one of the things I learned from my training is like, Oh, if you hit that point, it's too late. Pretty much impossible to get out of it. Yeah. So I was very aware of like I need to keep putting fuel into my body, and so I was I was careful about that. And then when I saw them start giving out like bananas, and they had uh, um, like energy beans, is like like jelly beans that have like you know sugar and stuff in them. They taste good. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Like normal jelly beans. Uh, not kind of, kind of. What flavors? These were like. I, yellow, I guess. Okay. <laughs> what, whatever yeah. flavor yellow is, yeah, you know, sure. a yellow Gatorade flavor. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and so, starting off, I uh, went through. I, I ignored the first couple of uh, you know uh, of the photo ops just because they were so busy, and I, I felt good. Um, and then, uh, so they do have mile markers, Jeff. So every every mile, 
they would have a, a mile marker with a number on it and the actual time on it. And so I so took, it took you 41 minutes to get to 53 minutes to do your first mile. Uh, so I started at about uh, 32 or 33. So really, you subtract about 30 minutes from any, oh, okay, time okay. you see a clock on mine. So I, I was and the very beginning, too, was packed with people. So you're running a lot. I mean, I was running slower than I normally run, at, which probably is not a bad thing. though. At what point do you hit your natural cadence? Does it thin out enough where you feel like you're running normally? It wasn't until almost five miles in that I felt like I don't have anyone or I, I have enough room to kind of yeah. do what I want to do. But I naturally just kind of I kind of go with the flow because it's, it's another thing where it's like you're tr like the goal of running for me is to get out of my own head. Yeah. So if I can just follow with the crowd and not think about how fast I'm running and not think about my pace, I'm just going to do that. Yeah. Sheeple. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. And so it's like so I did that as much as I could. So. Did you know, like, I, were there people around you, like, when you started, you're like, oh, the lady to the left of me and the guy to the right or uh, the couple in front of me. Did you manage to, like, did you find that you maintained the same pace as the people around you? Is there anybody that you started with that you finished near? Tinkerbell. So there was a Tinkerbell in front of me, a woman dressed like Tinkerbell. I never saw, I never saw her face because it was, I just saw a ponytail uh, and a green shirt. One. <laughs> yeah, just a ponytail, like, like a green running outfit and like her, her skirt she had on. And she was kind of my mark where I was like, okay, like I'm around her. And so for the first half of the race, like we, I kind of kept around her. Uh, she was in much better shape I was then because about halfway through, that's when I started slowing down. That's yeah. when I started walking more. And so I'm sure she just kept kept going on. Um, but there was another gentleman who had a shirt on. Uh, it said, uh, you know, uh, Disney and Disney World might be turning 50, but I'm I just turned 40 and I'm doing this marathon, something like that. He yeah, had yeah. a shirt on. And I was and like, he ah, just turned 42. So that's kind of cool. And so I, I was like, hey, man, I just, you know, just turned 42. He's like, oh, cool, man. He's like, yeah, I was going to do this last year. But I, and so we kind of had, a, you know, just talking when we were walking. And then actually, uh, so him and I kind of did the thing where he would be ahead of me and then I'd be ahead of him back and forth. And then at my the last bit, I ended up passing him. I was like, hey, man, how you doing? He's like, oh, good luck. And then I, I finished the race. So, so he was kind of my second half. Uh -huh. So Tinkerbell in the beginning, and then and, then him and this the, gentleman the, in the second half. It's is it crazy to think that there's probably somebody who knows you very well from the back, <laughs> and who's like, yeah, it was just, he was like my my north star the entire yeah, no, race. I just followed that guy. Absolutely, like yeah. that. That's the I was way to do the it. ginger guy all, all day. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. If like the less you can think, the, the yeah. easier it is. Like when I used to run back when I was in college, I would have a friend, and she was just a she was a runner, and she would run a lot, and so I would literally just put her in front of me, and just like I would focus on her feet and just like I would just go and she'd be like oh we just ran like three miles like oh okay cool so I uh, my form of uh, exercise is bike riding right uh -huh. and uh, although I haven't been doing it for a while but uh, <laughs> I, I find very often and I don't know if this is safe when you're riding a bike but I will zone out and then I'll look up and I'll be like, I'll come back to reality and be like, oh, I, I was on autopilot. I'm seven, six miles away from where I, I thought I from where I last paid attention. Yeah. What was the longest period of time where you were just so zoned out that you came back and you're like, did I just did I just run seven miles without realizing it? That would have been the very beginning. So okay. so my plan, this my 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 strategy in my head was it's something called interval running, which isn't, you know, it's basically you run for a certain amount of time and then you walk for a certain amount of time back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, they actually had uh, they had uh, pacers out there where literally they would have a flag that said like 545 on it. And it's like if you run with that group, they do start stop running. If you go with them, you're going to finish in five hours, 45 minutes. They have, they have a six hour, they have a 615, 630, and they literally had groups doing that. And so that was also kind of like my I could see where I was pace wise mm -hmm. by how if I passed them. Yeah. Um, so my in my head, what I was going to do was I was going to run two kilometers and walk a kilometer. 
that was and I was just going to do that the whole time. So um, if you if you do that, a marathon is roughly 42 kilometers. If I did that 14 times, so 14 times three is 42. I'll I'll take you. <laughs> so if I basically I, I set it up where it's like if I do 14 of these kind of groups, I would finish the marathon and be good. Yeah. The thing was, I knew it was going to happen, but I, I told myself it wouldn't. As soon as I started, you you have so much energy and you're so excited and you're so jazz, jazzed to be there that I just didn't stop. Yeah. And so I ended up running almost the first five miles, like just nonstop. I pretty much ran from the start at Epcot. So I'll kind of walk you through it. Like we start at Epcot and uh, and I've got I've got a map here. I'll show you, Jeff. So uh, we start here at this little this little white thing. And yeah. you initially start on the road. And you go about uh, you go about two miles on this road. You, you loop, loop around, yeah. go another loop, and then you actually run into Epcot. So the first five miles is all kind of within Epcot uh-huh. uh, before you kind of get out and go onto the road. Typically in the past, it would kind of start there and then head out to Magic Kingdom and go from there. So we spent a lot of time in Epcot. Uh, got to go run behind the scenes of like living with the land, and you know saw some neat stuff back there. They had the big harmonious barges all shooting off water, and they had you know the the, the Run Disney logos on it, which are really really cool looking um they had uh they had a bunch of characters were out as well inside of epcot so like being at epcot at five in the morning was pretty cool i yeah uh, they had the big torches from around around the uh the lagoon of nations they had them all lit up and stuff it was really neat being through there so ran through there ended up running over by the you know the circle of nations and uh ran past mexico and out through mexico and then ran out the side and kind of headed back to the start line so we actually kind of did a big circle and and started you know ran back to where we started and that was about 5 miles or so okay um so and then from there we headed out to magic kingdom so we started going northwards towards magic kingdom and it was somewhere along that route around 6 miles or so that uh, a gentleman i think his name was tyler i, I was just running and he's like hey jack and i was like Hey man, he goes. Oh, I'm, I'm Tyler. I'm a big fan of annual pass. I'm like, oh, cool. And I, I took my headphones off and we started talking. We're like, yeah, like I was, I was planning on you know walking a little bit, but I'm feeling really solid right now. And he's like, yeah, like it's you have a lot of energy. I'm like, cool. I'm like, oh man, I'm talking right now while we're running. I've literally never done this before in my life. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm in decent enough shape to actually be able to talk to someone while I'm still moving. I was like. I never tried it, and I didn't realize I could do it. So I was like, "That's kind of cool." Well, so you can walk and talk at the same time. And so we actually took a photo. I tweeted it during one of my uh, one of my breaks, where uh, like obviously, oh yeah, here we go. Here's here's a photo of like the the barges all lit up. Oh, whatnot. that's very. I'll, cool. I'll try to post this along with everything. Uh, there's Darkwing Duck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Tyler, yeah, here we go. So I took a photo of us running. <laughs> and we're, just, we're just super blurry because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, let's take a photo. And so you're running and talking and f- taking yeah. photos. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's perfect, though. That's such a, yeah. a good representation. So that was after mile five. And so I'm like, wow, I'm I'm feeling solid right now. And so he was nice and he, he headed off. And he's very in, in much better shape than I was. And then um, headed towards the Magic Kingdom, which was exciting because it's, hey, it's the Magic Kingdom. And in the parking lot, I'm like, you know what? I need to, I need to, I need to take a break. I need, yeah, to, yeah, I need yeah, to walk because yeah. I like, I'm like, I can keep going, but I need to start slowing down now. Otherwise, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gas yeah, myself out. out. So I, I, I started walking in the parking lot of, um, like, heading towards Magic Kingdom. And then uh, I start, you know, we 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 you know went past the ticket and transportation center, like where the mar- the monorail is, and they had a, a like a drum line. They had a whole band out there, like playing music and stuff. It was pretty awesome. And then went past the contemporary, and then it was uh, it was beautiful because in my headphones I just had music going. Sabotage by Beastie Boys kicks on as I'm running into Magic Kingdom, which was like that's awesome. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, all this energy. 
run inside a Magic Kingdom, and my parents and my wife are there on Main Street USA, like cheering me along, going, yay, which was really cool. Like running, literally running down Main Street USA, and like just tons of people with signs and yelling and everything. It was just like such a cool experience. So, you know, I, I traded my, my normal glasses for my sunglasses because the sun had come up at that point, or was starting to come up at that point. Uh, I should mention too, I had my annual pass hat on because I nice. knew it was going to get hot. So yeah. I, like, I needed something to cover my eyes and cover my face because um, I put sunscreen everywhere except on my face. Because if I was going to sweat, I didn't want sunscreen uh, in my your eyes. It's the yeah. Worst. So I literally yeah. my neck, my shoulder, everywhere else except my face. So I'm like, I got to cover my face. And so that was that was beautiful. And like seeing them was great. And then running down Main Street USA with a castle in front of you was so cool. And then we run through Tomorrowland, looped around, and then we, we ran through the castle, actually like ran from the back to the front of the castle, and they had photographers everywhere. I ran and took a photo in front of the castle. They had like photographers set up where you could run off and like take a photo in front of the castle. And then uh, ran. So really, if you <clears throat> deviated from the course like that, you really ran a little bit more than a marathon. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. ended up running like 43K when it was all said and done. Also, the funny thing is too, so they had porta potties like every water stop, every medical tent. But when people would go to the parks, they would use the normal restrooms at the parks. So you'd see people like running off to go use the restroom over behind, you know, the castle and stuff. I w yeah, I was going to cover that at some point. Uh, what's the bathroom situation like? Like, how often do you go? Do you just you just go as you run, right? You just pee on yourself? So I, <laughs> no. No stopping uh, for anything. I had uh, I had anxious pees when I first got there. So, uh -huh. like, I, I peed, like, three times before. Like, literally walking up to the start line, there was a bank of porta-potties. And, like, people, like, moved the gate to use it. it was, I mean, it was, like, 100 feet from the start line. So I was like, ah. So I ran and I used that. And then that was the last time I used the restroom until I finished. So you didn't pee the entire time? You didn't go to the bathroom? No, I sweat it all out. So, which, That's awesome. which was nice because I didn't have yeah. to worry about it. I didn't have to stop ever. But yeah, people were using the restrooms and, ever, and everything. But uh, but ran through. I uh, saw like at Liberty Square, uh, there was a goofy dressed up like in a in a constant like the sort of American Revolution <laughs> outfit or whatever, which was kind of cool. Um, then you run backstage through Magic. Oh yeah, I should mention uh, there were some uh, pass holders as I was running through Frontierland. They had the Country Bear Jamboree Bears. They're up uh -huh. on top of it, like waving at people. And the the people working with them, they're like they're friends. They were like, oh Jack, and I was like, hey, what's up? And so I got to like wave at them and everything. So that was cool. A little yeah, little boost of cool. energy. Every single person who was like that like saw me and like waved and stuff like that gave me extra energy. So thank you every single person out there. So. Went from there out. Uh, I took a photo with Daisy, which was pretty nice. And then uh, went out and through the, you know, the back of Magic Kingdom and then went by the Grand Floridian. And this is about uh, 11, 12 miles in. So this is about the halfway point at this point. And this is where I started slowing down quite a bit. Okay. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start doing my interval stuff now. Where now, I'm were, run you, to were you uh, ahead of pace, uh, your expected pace at this point? Yeah, I was okay. way ahead of my pace. Uh, just because it's something you were concerned about beforehand. You, know, yeah. you talked about how you were. That you had to be careful because you. I remember you saying you'd done a lot of reading about it, and like a lot of people will have that that burst of enthusiasm at the beginning, and then you don't. Yeah, and then yeah. you overrun yourself basically. Yeah. Um, so I was a little nervous about that, but started taking it easy, and so it was like doing a lot more walking. And uh, so from there, we uh, we had a long walk to go from Magic Kingdom all the way down to Animal Kingdom. So it's basically it was just kind of a long just road where there's just not a lot of stuff on it. Like we walked by golf courses and stuff. And then we actually went by the um, the wastewater facility. Nice. <laughs> so if you ever wanted to see the, uh, you know, Disney World wastewater facility, I got to smell it, which was great. Um uh, and, and the thing, the thing was too that started getting scary is I started seeing people like off to the side, like medics working on them. And I'm like, oh no, like, oh, like wow. people are basically had like having bad days. And it's like, oh no, because then you start getting in your head, like I hope that doesn't happen to me, yeah. and then you start freaking out about that. I'm next, <clears throat> and uh, so that's a little bit nerve wracking, but I thankfully nothing, nothing bad happened to me. And so we made it down to Animal Kingdom, 
And uh, there is a point where basically it does a big loop through Animal Kingdom. So you end up running kind of the same road there and back. This is where I encountered the the balloon ladies. Uh, and okay. so so they were coming down as I was leaving. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we went to Animal Kingdom. And uh, and, and I mentioned like they, in some of the, priva- the, uh, the previous marathons, they had animals out. They had donkeys out. So I took a photo with a donkey. Oh, really? Not only that, his name was Jack. Oh, <laughs> so I took a, took awesome. a photo with Jack the donkey. He was super friendly. There he is. Oh. And uh, and it was pretty great. And then went into Animal Kingdom. And so uh, I took a, I tried to take a photo of the Tree of Life, but the sun was shining through the Tree of Life. So it's just a giant. It's too just, much life. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, uh, just a solar flare behind me. So uh, at this point, the theme park was open. Animal Kingdom was actually open because it was after 9 a.m. at this yeah. point. And so unfortunately, Everest was shut down because there's like a thing that people do during the marathon is they'll run by Everest, which is a roller coaster. And they'll go ride the ride and then get back and keep running. And so I was like, that'd be kind of cool to do. I I was going to do it this time, but it was shut down. And so I ran past that. Then ran into Dino Land USA, and uh, and Katie and my parents were there again because they they made it from Magic Kingdom over there. And uh, a couple of my friends, Sean and Kristen, surprised me. They flew in from Seattle to oh, like wow. come watch. There's a whole story behind that where they were, were meant to go to Magic Kingdom, but they just missed it by a couple minutes, so they weren't allowed to come in. So that's sad. But they, I didn't know they were there, so they surprised me, and it was awesome. And so then kept going from there, and then uh, went around through the outside of Animal Kingdom. And uh, and back out and then made the loop and uh, around there is where I saw the uh, the balloon ladies because they were heading into Animal Kingdom as I was heading out. So again, I had a good three mile head start on them. So that's a good thirty minutes or so. But still, it's kind of scary to see them. So throughout this period, you're wearing your headphones mm-hmm. and you're listening to music this whole time, <clears throat> like that never stops. Yes. Are are these wired headphones or they, do you use wireless? They're they're wireless except they're the ones that they basically they're like they're not earbuds but they go in your ear and they have a clip around the yeah yeah the, the ears. Just because I have a, I have I, weird inner ear canals and when I run I like I flex my jaw and it pushes earbuds out. And so they never ran out of batteries. No, or, oh, no cool. they were good. And mm-hmm. so I mean I charged them up and everything. So I you know but I, I, I feel like my AirPods have like two hour. <laughs> I can't do AirPods. I tried doing. I tried buying like clips for AirPods because mm. I have some that I use on planes. Yeah. But, uh, but I just never worked for me. So I went back to these old school ones. But there's there's some new headphones I'm, I might be getting soon. But it's one of those things where you don't want to mess with your kit. Like when yeah, you're, sure. when you're a couple weeks out, it's like this is it. Don't don't mess with I, anything. I only asked because I was thinking like I would have had to use wired because none of my wireless would handle a charge that long. And then wired headphones I think would just be so annoying. Hitting, yeah. Like flapping around. The whole yeah. Time. Wireless is definitely the way to go. So and is your <laughs> these are dumb questions, but no, is no, your please. phone in your pocket or do you have it like like on the, one of those arm straps. So I have uh, I have a thing called a flip belt, which is basically a like a flat fanny pack that you put you put your phone in. It's got a little zipper don't, on it. Don't refer to it as a f- or no, bum bag, a you, flat you, bum bag. You have pilot. it's like Batman's utility belt is what you're describing, <laughs> and it could have shurikens, it could have pepper spray, well, this it one, could this have one, anything. This one had like gummies and okay. and my phone. <laughs> um, but the thing was, so uh, as I said, it was really hot, really humid, Florida, shocking. Yeah. Um, and I realized I kept taking my phone out of it, and it's kind of it's not it's, it's meant to be something you put in there, forget about until yeah. you're done running. But I kept taking my phone out to take photos, so I just ended up throwing my phone in my pocket anyway. My, and my, my pants have zippers on them. So I'm like, all right. So I realized when I got to Magic Kingdom that all it was was just a weight around my, my waist. So I, I took my gummies out, put them in my pocket, took my phone out, put it in my pocket, and I gave Katie the sweaty, sweaty flip belt. I probably weighed two pounds worth of my sweat. Because uh, I'm like, I'm not using it anyway. It's literally just weight. And yeah. you, know, you don't think like, oh, two pounds, whatever. But it's like, that makes up over six hours. Do they weigh you before and after the race? <laughs> no, they much don't. Weight you lost they don't. I probably no. should have, though. That's interesting. I like. I know they do that in, 
Well, they did like an F1 and a lot yeah. of other sports, yeah. I uh, I think I ended up burning like 5,500 calories. Dang. I, yeah, I, I think over the – because I, I have an app that tracks everything that I do. So, uh, yeah, it's – so I basically at that point I was I was just starving. And then we ended up going to Planet Hollywood, and I just loaded up on ribs. It was awesome. Okay, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, so uh, so anyway, so leaving Animal Kingdom, uh, that's where I saw the balloon ladies and, like, this, this caravan of basically buses and support vehicles behind them. Because as they're going, there's a lot of things that have, like – you know, they have cones up kind of separating out. Are the, they just, uh, like, old yellow school buses? Uh, no, they're like black vans. Oh, okay. It's, it's like men in black style. It's just really cool. But they literally had like cones up and there were people like picking up the cones as they were done because it's like they've got to open up a park and you know, they, they yeah, yeah. And so, so it's kind of neat seeing sort of the, 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 the mechanics that go into that as well. You don't think about that stuff. Uh, so from there, this was the, uh, the death march, I would say after, after Animal Kingdom. So we ended up going down this road. It's just this long road with nothing on it. And not only that, we ended up taking, there was a bridge that it was like literally like a mile long bridge that had like a two degree incline to it. I swear the whole way. It was just uphill the just whole way. Just enough to, uh, yeah. To just, a, just enough to, yeah, to be like, to oh, th- this isn't flat. And it was painful, I got to say, at that point. And so this, there's a lot of walking on this bridge here. Is this on Disney property? This is all Disney property. Okay. Yeah. But there's nothing around there. No, no. This is literally just, the, a, just kind a of a road, road that links in between two parks that, mm-hmm. you, you know, you would drive through, never think about. And what is it? Just like grass fields around you then? or? Uh, yeah, like grass and like trees and stuff. Okay. A lot, a lot, I mean, it's, it's Florida, kind of sw- not swampland, but it's like, you know, that yeah, kind of look yeah. to it. Uh, so that was a very, very boring strip of land. And then finally... We, uh, I started getting towards like Coronado Springs, which is a big resort there, and you could see that. I'm like, okay, I'm getting back to you know humanity, and then uh, the most <laughs> one of the most painful things is we turned and then we made a loop and we went to Disney's Blizzard Beach, which is a water park, and for some reason instead of going through the water park, they made us do a loop in the parking lot of it, so it's just asphalt. And it's so hot at this point. I mean, it's like it's probably about you know ten thirty, but it's so hot at this point. And it's just we're walking on asphalt. They gave us sponges that were like soaking with cold water, and so put one of those on my neck just to try to cool me down. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like they had to make up like a mile. It's like, well, let's do this. And I was like, ah, oh, that kind of sucks. I wish it would have been something cooler. Even running through the park would have been kind of fun. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that that was a painful spot right there. And then from there, it was the trek to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios. And at this point, how much longer do you have? Uh, like this from the sponge uh, sponge parking lot to the end. Like, are you like seventeen miles in? Let's see. Uh, this is the twenty five. Twenty. I'm, I'm working my way backwards. Twenty three. Uh, twenty. So that was about twenty one miles. So you you know you've got this. Uh, at yeah. This I, at this point, I'm like, I can, I'm gonna finish. Like, yeah. I I can math it out in my head. I'm like, I, unless I start taking thirty minutes to go a mile, I'm gonna finish this. Thing. Yeah. So that it gives you some confidence, but it's still painful. It also kind of gives you the, the ability to be like, okay, I'm going to take it easy because I'm not going to I'm not going to kill myself because this is very very hot out here. So from there, we take this long long strip of uh, of road. We actually at one point uh, we walked a bridge over World Drive, which was like the main thoroughfare to get through Disney World, and that road is open. And so like we were waving to cars, they were honking at us and stuff, which is kind of cool. But again, this is all uphill at this yeah. point, which is like, and not only that, it was windy. Like the wind kicked in on that strip and it was just blowing right in your face and it's like come on man to the point where i had to take my hat off and hold on to it because i was afraid it was gonna blow off so i was like really like going uphill in wind it's like all right fine but 
then we made it to uh, the Hollywood Studios, which was great, and so uh, ran past the Tower of Terror. I tried to take a photo with Olaf, but he had to go take a break because mm. yeah, I guess he was too hot. So that was sad. And then ran in, uh, ran past the, the Tower of Terror, and then ran down Sunset Boulevard over by like Rock and Roller Coaster and stuff. Uh, only briefly inside of Hollywood Studios. And I left, and then uh, as I was leaving, uh, the twins, Jennifer and Jessica, are our friends from Florida. They were there with signs. I said, go, Jack. Uh, that's they had, so they had awesome. annual pass signs. And it was like the cutest thing ever, and it was like so awesome. And so uh, they, they're they, just the greatest they, people. They're fantastic. And so I uh, saw them. They were out front with, with my signs, which was awesome, and then uh, ran past them. I told myself if I was going to be in a theme park, I wanted to run while I was in a theme park. So I was like saving energy. So I ran through all the Hollywood studios. And then it was uh, a slog to get from there. We had to walk to the boardwalk, which is in between Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So there's like a, this very narrow path, which was tricky because, you know, at this point, you're kind of you're thinned out. But still, if two people are shoulder to shoulder, getting around them is pretty tough. So walk down there and then made it through the Disney boardwalk uh, where they have, you know, they have a lot of restaurants and cool stuff. It's kind of like part of Epcot. And then after that ran into Epcot and that was like the, the finish. And so I told myself, I was like, okay, I, I walked a lot. Like the last couple miles I walked. And then I told myself at mile 25, I'm going to run till I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to do it. I don't care. I'm going to kill myself, but I'm going to, I'm going to yeah, run the last, the last mile. Miles, yeah. I want to finish running. And so literally mile 25 was at the, the American adventure at Epcot, which was like the, the back of where they have all the, the different nations. Mm-hmm. So USA is the very back and that's where mile 25 was. And I actually took photos with a guy. <laughs> they had a photo pass guy. So I took some photo pass photos there. And then starting there, I ran all the way all, like around the other half of the nations, you know, ran past Norway, ran past Mexico through future world, and then out the back behind uh, mission space. And then I will say at that point, like we're back kind of backstage area again. And this guy is like, hey, you know, mile 26 is just around the corner. It's like, it's just around there. It's like, all right, cool. And so I'm like, okay, I'm almost there. And then I realize I round the corner and it's like still way the heck away from me. I'm like, come on, man. So I'm like, just like trying to do it. Took my photo in front of the mile 26 marker and then uh, and then ran and made it to the finish. And I crossed the finish line. And it was like iconic photo. Oh, it was loved it. Awesome photo. I'm really yeah. happy with the photo. And uh, and I, I got through the finish line and it was like, oh, I could finally take a break. Took a photo out, you know, took some photos outside of it. And then uh, and then you know was just like cooling off. And they literally have medics there, like at the finish line, watching people. Like they literally are eyeballing yeah. you to see if like, Make are sure you okay? okay? Yeah. Are you like, are you good enough? Like I saw them approaching people, be like, you might think you're okay, but you're really not. Like come with us. And also the telltale sign of a race was there was a lot of kitty litter. <laughs> just past all the finish lines where people like finish and throw up, throw up yeah. and so they just like dump kitty litter on top or like some some mix of whatever yeah and so uh yeah so i crossed the finish line and it was just like this relief and um i finished in like six and a half hours is what it what was said and done and uh and so i was just like uh energy and then i rounded a corner and i see these people just these these walls of people holding medals and i was like oh my gosh so jeff i gotta show this to you i uh, uh I was afraid that you didn't get it yet. They'd mail it to you or something. I got my Maybe. medal. There oh, it is. Oh, Jack. And so this this lovely woman, like, I saw people, like, handing them off to people, like, like giving them, like, you know, putting them in people's hands. And this woman looked at me, and she just held it up like like I was Chewbacca. And so she, like, I leaned forward. She just put it over my neck, and I started crying. <laughs> I was, my next question was, when did the tears start? Yeah, <laughs> that's... So when she when she put yeah. the medal on you, and so I was like, "This oh is my a God. beautiful medal. Jack. It is really really pretty." And so I'm really really happy with it. And uh, yeah, and so it actually spins too. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a spinner. Yeah. Uh, so it's got Mickey and Minnie on it. It says 26.2 miles, 2022 marathon. And what? so uh, yeah, there you go. What That's was it. your lowest point in the race? Where were you? 
I don't know. I don't know that there was a low point. I there mean, wasn't like, that gentle up, uh, uh, like incline or the sponge parking lot. I mean, lot there or... were painful points. I mean, really, kind of the last bit through the boardwalk is really tough because I was just gassed at that point. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run this last mile. And I will say, once I finished, like I crossed the finish line, got my medal, and they give you like a box of like, like after after race treats, like a banana, like peanut butter, like snacks, just like stuff to get more energy. Yeah, in. yeah. And uh, I literally was like walking, like. A quarter of a mile an hour. I was just like, just, just like waddling along. So, so I was so tired. So, did you ever throw up? No, no. I, 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 I almost did. Like when I finished, I could feel. I started eating, and I was eating way too fast. And I could feel like my stomach's like, whoa, 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 calm it down. So I, yeah, I yeah. slowed down. Um, cause th- the one thing I have learned over the course of doing the marathon of all this training is just how much I listen to my body now mm. and how much I can tell when stuff's good, when stuff's bad. And I can like recognize when things, and my favorite thing I do, not a favorite thing, but one thing I do is like when I go running, like I've started running again cause I'm doing a half marathon in February. Yeah. Um, is now when I'm tired, I'm like, Oh God, I want to stop. I go, okay, wait a minute. What what is tired on me? And I start taking inventory of myself. Like, okay, my legs they're sore, but they're not bad. It's like I'm breathing okay. It's like, shut up, brain. <laughs> it's like it's like your brain's protecting itself. Like, oh yeah, yeah we should yeah. stop. And it's like, no, 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 you you don't need to stop. Like, you're okay. And so it's it's funny how you start picking up on stuff like that. So I, I still have a bunch more questions, but Go let ahead. me let me say first off, congratulations. Thank you very much. I, I cannot express to you how proud I am of you accomplishing this goal, but also how impressed I am. Uh, not something I think I could ever accomplish in my <laughs> life. And so... Uh, That's what I thought, too. You so. have a tremendous amount of uh, of respect from me. Uh, and, and I'm assuming everyone that's listening to this podcast, because it, it, is, it is a legitimate, real, tangible accomplishment that you should be proud of for the rest of your life. Um, Thank you. Yeah, and 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 I just I just I'm over the moon for you, and I'm so happy for you. No, but what does the rest of your day look like? At <laughs> so, uh, fun story. We'll get into it in another another podcast. So, Katie and my parents and my friends Kristen and Sean they went on an adventure because uh, they so again my they were they started it at Magic Kingdom. And then they saw me on Main Street USA. And then they went to Animal Kingdom. Them getting from Animal Kingdom back to Epcot took them about three hours. So they actually weren't at the finish line uh, because of all the stuff they went through. And we're running long now. I'll get into a whole other podcast. Maybe I'll get one of them on to explain their whole situation. They basically, they went like by air, sea, and and land to get to me. And they couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a whole other podcast. It's a whole thing. Uh, but I mean, it, it was the whole thing. What was your question again? I'm sorry. I just like, what was the rest of your day like? Do you go? What was the rest of my day? Do you go ride rides? Are you physically so gassed? Do you go back to the hotel and get in the bath, or do you like? Are you at Olive Garden again later that night celebrating? So, so after the race was over, I I, I waddled my way back to the Epcot kind of like because we finished at Epcot. Yeah. So I waddled my way back to like the restrooms over at Epcot because I finally had to go use the restroom. And I finally just found a spot to sit down, and there was a lovely, a lovely woman next to me, and her husband had just finished the marathon, and she's like, "Oh yeah, like this is a six dopey challenge." And he's an older guy; he's like in his fifties at this point. And I'm like, "That's awesome." And then you know, then not K- that much older than you, fifties. <laughs> Maybe he was in his sixties. He was he was an older guy though. Okay. Um, and so I talked to them for a bit, and they were just like super kind. And then uh, then my, then everyone showed up. And then I'm like, all right, we're gonna go back. I gotta go back to the hotel to like, you know, take a bath and just like cool off. And Did like, you drive oh. yourself back? No, no. Katie drove. So okay. she, I drove there, and then she came with my parents, and then she drove, drove you back. back. Yeah, I was I was not about to drive. But before that, I went into Epcot and took some photos in front of the ball with my medal, which was kind of cool. Yeah. And then left, and then went to the hotel, and I got a hotel room with a, a tub in it, so I could just fill it with cold water and just like sit in it. Got to the hotel, I showered first. 
uh, just to get you know sweat off of me, and then the tub wouldn't plug, so I couldn't get <laughs> <laughs> so so I literally was pushing on it and just wouldn't wouldn't fill with water, and I was like, oh come on, and so I just turned on the cold water and just like try to like you know let my my muscles cool off a bit, and then it's pretty much like toweled off and then toweling off with uh, blood blister nipples. Oh man, oh that, that hurt, was rough. that hurt. So, but then I just laid on the bed, and then uh, I had I have a massage gun. Uh-huh. And so Katie like worked my like life for a bit. Like those gun things. Yeah, and so that helped, but it was still it was painful. So do you do you have dinner that night? Or? Yeah, so I gave myself a couple hours to cool off. But the thing is, you can't stop moving because if you stop moving, your legs will just seize. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I gave myself an hour to cool down, and then we ended up going to Disney Springs. Uh, we had dinner reservations at at, uh, at Planet Hollywood just because like we had a bunch of us, and it was like the sure. only place I could find that could fit us all. And then we went from Planet Hollywood to uh, <clears throat> to Epcot actually and watch fireworks. So we watched the fireworks at Epcot. So that was kind of a cool way to finish the night. How do you feel the next day? Next day, I was very sore, but I was able to walk. Um, I, I wasn't walking very fast, but I was walking. And then How my, are your nipples the next day? <laughs> they bandaged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I literally had band aids over my yeah, nipples. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was walking like the next a, day. Like a one man burlesque show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but yeah, I was walking the next day, and then the day after that, I was fine. I mean, I wasn't fine, but I was I was able to move normally. So by two days, and then you're like you feel pretty normal, yeah. like normalish. And then I gave myself a week uh, to recover from the marathon before I ran again. And so, and now I've run twice since then. So uh, I I have some questions about that, but I think yes. they'll be my last questions. One other question I have, uh, I think I'm just going to go through my mental rolodex of everything I wanted to ask you. Uh, you mentioned early on that Tinkerbell was one of your your uh your points of reference. Yes. You were running behind this lady. Uh that's a thing, right? Where I feel like that's a that's a common thing where people dress up in wacky costumes yeah, and yeah, then yeah. run marathons. Yeah. So was there a lot of that? What were some of the costumes or some of the weird things? Or did the people take Disney too seriously? Uh, I, I saw a couple Incredibles outfits. Like okay. people, I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, the thing is, you don't want to add a lot of weight to yourself because it's a marathon. Unless you're like a, a pro athlete, you know, you don't want to mess around too much. So I saw a lot. Of, they have like literally like running shirts that are like Iron Man running shirt, but it's just a running shirt that has like the print of it. You but know? you're not seeing somebody dressed up as Superman with a full cape. Or uh, not. I've seen in the past. I actually. I I saw I was I was watching a lot of like, you know, runners like Disney runners and stuff before. And there was a group that did um, like a Marvel thing where they had a guy dressed like Doctor Strange who had a cape and he had like like glowing like orb things on his mm. hands and stuff. And another guy was dressed. Uh, one was like Spider-Man. Like they, they had a whole bunch of people like that. So you see some people doing that. But, oh, man, I can't imagine the additional weight. And yeah. so that's why I was talking about like, the, the skirts they had at the expo. They are made of that super thin material that's like, you know, almost like like lace that kind of sticks. Mm. So it's like. Because you don't want to add a lot of weight to yourself. Yeah. Like I said, even that belt was like an additional pound, and that was like, I, if I can get it off me, I'm going to. Absolutely. So, so not a lot of people doing that. If they were, it was very, very simple stuff. It was, or, you know, m- more like just the shirts they had on, were, or you know, inspired unique. by. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, so you've done this. You've proven you can do it. Yes. You've already started to train for the half marathon yes. in April. In, at the end of Fe- February. Fe- in, end of February. Where is that? That's back at Disney World. Back at Disney World. She's going to go back. Yeah, I'm do- it's the uh, it's the uh, uh, Princess Half Marathon. What's the point of that? Uh, I mean, it's uh, what's the theme of it? or what Well, you, what it's like, mean? so they have this whole marathon weekend where they have multiple marathons you can run, and then a month later they just have another event that's just a half marathon. Yeah, well, no, no, they they have a five. It's a five k, a ten k, and a half marathon. Okay. So they only they only do the full marathon. In I January. see. So the, the January one's like the the heavy hitter. Like yeah, all, that's, all the, that's the big one. Yeah. So, this one's a little bit more accessible yeah, for they, people to. If you go to yeah. RunDisney.com, they have all the different marathons or the different races and stuff. But they do them throughout the year. So there's typically three in the spring, or three in the. Winter, I guess, like the beginning of the year, and like two or three at the end of the year. They don't do them over summer because it gets so hot. 
So, so will the half marathon just cover the same ground, or does it have a different course? Uh, it'll go, it'll go from probably Epcot up to Magic Kingdom and back. Okay, that's that's typically that. But you've already signed round. up for that. Yeah. So I before I did the marathon, I was like on a whim, just checked Run Disney, and I was like, oh hey, look, they've got spots open. Yeah, okay, I'll do that one too. And because for me, having this marathon as a carrot at the end of a stick has been so helpful where I'm like, this is what I'm going for. This is what I'm training yeah. for. And so I just want to keep having like, oh, what's my next thing in front of me? So what is after this February half so, marathon, what's your next carrot? Are you going to do it again next year? Uh, I think so. So um, so I, I kind of have like, it's, sort of, it's like the baby brain thing where it's like everyone's miserable having a baby. But then you have it like, oh, we should have another one. Yeah. So kind of the marathon thing is like you're miserable during it. But then afterwards I'm like, I was talking to my friends and I was saying like it'd be kind of fun like I would like to do the dopey challenge where you do all four races but then have a friend run with me for each of them. So like run the 5k with like someone, then run the 10k with someone and then run the half marathon with somebody and then run the marathon with or if if someone wants to run the marathon with me. Like you I, I just want to make sure you're looking past me at other friends <laughs> right now. You can do a 5k. You're looking through me to other friends. You can do 3 miles. Wake up at 5am go do 3 miles at and I could but yeah. I, uh, so uh, not only that, but uh, so I signed up for the one in February, and then I realized uh, there was another one in March, March April, where um, it's the surprise weekend where they're doing like kind of unique ones. They're doing three more: it's a five k, a ten k, and then a ten miler, um, which they're doing different stuff like that. But it follows the weekend that we're doing. Uh, we we you know we have a group called Achievement Hunter. We're doing live shows on the West Coast. Oh yeah, we have it's a that, tour. It's the same weekend, but. They do virtual versions where you can sign up virtually and still get the medals. You just oh. have to submit time. So I'm like, okay. So I sign up for all three of them because oh. it's a 5K, a 10K, and 10 miles, which 10 miles is like that's my training run. So I'm like, it's long, but I could do it. And what I'm going to do is we have three shows on the West Coast. We have Seattle, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. So you do one in each city? I'm going to do one in each city. So I'm going to run a 5K in Seattle, run a 10K in San Francisco, and then run a 10-mile in L.A. Can you run the ten mile at Disneyland? <laughs> probably not. Probably not. I'm, I, I, we've got friends out there that are they're looking to find a spot to run ten miles. Okay. What I want to do if I can in San Francisco is run the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh yeah, that'd be, be kind really of fun. Cool. And I would so, certainly drive behind you while you did that. <laughs> just just honking and waving. Yeah. Uh, but not only that, uh, we I, I've been talking with our merch guys yesterday, and uh, they were like, "Hey, what if we did like a running club, like an annual pass running club type thing?" And I was like, "You know what?" It would be kind of cool. That's interesting. If we had like an annual pass, like pass holders running club. Because when I was running at one point, there was a group of people behind me when I was taking a photo that all had like these neon green shirts. And it turns out it's another like theme park podcast that they have. It's like the running lizards. I forget the specific name of it. But they have a running group that listens to the podcast. And I was like, oh, hey, why don't we do that? So if you're interested... And, and running with me, uh, like a Disney marathon or, or anything, let, let me know in the comments. Like, I think it'd be kind of cool to actually get like a group of people and then we go meet up and we all run together. I think that's an awesome idea. Yeah. And so, and Jeff, you're going to be a part of it, right? I mean, somebody's got to take photos. <laughs> somebody's got to help coordinate. Somebody's got to, somebody's got to mom you guys. I'm happy so, to do that. Uh, but I'm talking about like getting like visors and like headbands, like stuff we're going to run with, like yeah. running shirts. It'd be pretty awesome. I think that's I, a, think. I think I, I fully, fully, it, without hyperbole, in all seriousness, yeah. support this. I and so, so I'll get, so I, I ask a question to the audience every single week, and I, you know, and I will send out a park map. The question this week is what should we call the pass holders runners, like the running pass holders? I don't know what, what, we, what we should call ourselves. So that's the question. Answer in the comments at, at roosterteeth.com, and uh, we'll, we'll go through some of the answers. And pick a good one for us. Please, yeah, no, I have every, I have all the best names in the history of this company have come from the audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the worst names in the history of this company, I have had something to do with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that's that's pretty much my experience with the the Disney Marathon, and like, 
something is so special about running through these parks and seeing the icons and seeing like the, all the people cheering and and see, you know seeing people like cheering me on specifically like the pass holders like Jennifer and Jessica and like seeing the the, the folks over at, uh, at Country Bear Jamboree and like the people I encountered while I was running it was just so special and thank you everyone who's been pushing me along and like just well you know, congratulating me on Twitter and everything it's it's amazing it's got to be nice after forty years to finally have people be nice to you right? <laughs> I figured it out Jeff they finally like you I, they, they finally <laughs> <laughs> like me, so I had I had a whole bunch more stuff uh, to go over with the marathon, but we're running super long, like uh, so. You know, well, I just I'm sorry, it's just such a fat. Oh, no, I'm so. This is a different episode. It's you know? also you know like I've been burning to have the. I mean, yeah. you're like you know you're my best friend in the world, and I'm burning to ask you these questions for like two <laughs> weeks now and I've been avoiding you because I don't oh. I can't not you know we had a lunch where I just had to bite my tongue the entire lunch <laughs> and talk about other stuff so, so I'm, I'm happy I, I could talk to you about this for hours this well, is, if, I, if, it's so interesting to me. if you have any more questions about it, I feel we can we can talk about it in the future I just okay. want to do one big episode where we talk no, about the marathon absolutely. my experiences it's a lot of fun didn't even talk about the rest of my trip where I spent time at Universal I went to all the different parks and stuff and had a really great time so uh yeah it, it's, it's good times uh, you know, went back to Universal after after we had done the marathon, and like the Minions Wall is up around Shrek now. So that's the, the new rumor is it's going to be a Minions ride, and uh, yeah, another Minions ride. I so what day was this? This was January ninth, ninth, and Sunday, today is Sunday, January twentieth. Yes. So, so that was eleven days ago at this mm-hmm. point. Are you? Uh, what percentage are your nipples at right now? Are, we, are they at a hundred? They're still sore, but uh, they're not. They're not bandaged anymore. So you think like eighty? Probably about eighty. Eighty percent. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I got a new tattoo as well. I, I got. Oh my, yeah, you got a new Tetris tattoo, yeah, right? I got, I got my new piece. So every, every major uh, every major life event I do, oh I, uh, yeah, look at crusting up good. Yeah, it's, uh, where did I, you get that done at? Actually, I got it at the uh, the Hart and Huntington Tattoo at Universal <laughs> Studios. <laughs> uh, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Like, I should get it at a theme park. <laughs> and so there's a tattoo place at Universal Studios. So I got it there. <laughs> and the gentleman was nice. And so it was a bit more expensive than I probably should have. That's great. So Jeff, Jeff doesn't have a lot of experience with tattoos. That's why he's laughing. He's, he's very confused by it. So, anyway, I figured getting it inside of a theme park makes sense. No, right? man, I'm right there with you. Absolutely. And so, and the artist was super nice and super oh, friendly. Of course. And so, yeah. it was good times. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, so uh, but yeah, it's got to go back to Universal and everything. Well, we'll get to that in future episodes. Talk about my my trip out there. Go see the horror makeup show at Universal. It's so good. Jack, thank so. thank you for answering my questions. Thank you for embarking on this journey, this adventure. Uh, for yourself, but also for the podcast. And uh, I, I think it's. It's made fascinating and compelling content for it's me. It's been fun. And it's been so much fun to watch your journey over this last... I mean, you said six months. It feels like longer in a good way. Like, yeah. it feels like you've been training and talking about this for a while. Uh, and I'm just... I'm so beyond thrilled, as I know Ben is, although he'd never say it because he can't say anything nice about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank we're, you we're, very much. It's, it's been so fun for both of us to watch you go through this and, and to see your success. And to not have to honestly console you right now, it's, it's just really awesome. <laughs> just openly weeping on, during yeah. the podcast. So, well, let's let's answer some Q and A. Though you get, you know, we we do questions and answer every week. These are some questions that I pulled from the Dave Cobb interview. That's from like a month and a half ago because we're so far ahead. Yeah, we at were this just point. talking before the podcast. About Dude, Dave, Dave's such an awesome guy. Yeah. Uh, so, some questions for us. Bad Three XL says this was an awesome interview. Dave Cobb has some serious Chef Mike vibes with his mannerisms. Uh, that that's that's true. Chef Mike is another friend of uh, the podcast. And he's a super nice guy. Um, this is a really nice comment here, Jeff, from Thorn17. I, I think you'll appreciate this. Okay. 
I'm not much of a comment lever in general, but I just had to say this. I'm not really well, a th- you're mixing your podcast. <laughs> I'm not really a theme park guy, honestly terrified of heights and have issues with motion sickness. So roller coasters aren't really my thing, but I love this podcast so much. I love listening to people talk about things they're passionate about. And I could listen to Jack talk about theme parks for hours on Same. end and Same. never get bored. That being said, my favorite thing about this podcast is seeing Jeff so happy. I'm sure this comment <laughs> won't leave much of an impact, but you guys have shaped my personality and my sense of humor so much over the years. And it literally hurts to see how much Jeff was gone through in the last couple years. Jeff, I want you to know that you've been an inspiration to me in so many ways. You remind me of a younger and much cooler version of my grandfather, although he was a Marine. Oorah. And seeing nobody's perfect. He wrote that, so not that was me. (laughs) And seeing how much quitting drinking has improved your health and mood is a total inspiration. As a fan, I'm so proud of you, dude. Anyway, I'm sorry it's a little rambly or whatever, but I just needed to tell you guys this podcast has got me through some dark times, and I really appreciate you guys for it. And don't worry, I've been spreading the word about this podcast, telling everyone I know that is even a little bit interested in theme parks about this. That is such an awesome comment. Thorn17, thank you very much, man. I really do appreciate that. And Yeah, thank you so much, Thorn. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish that I... I mean, I feel this all, all the same ways about you, Thorn. It's been <laughs> just like it's been tremendous watching your growth, and uh, I'm happy you're in a good place too. And uh, I, the only thing I'll add to that is um, these podcasts are also like therapy to me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's part of why they're so important. Well, I, I, to, I to me as well. My my goal with this podcast has always been like fill it with positive energy. Yes, like there's there's so much negativity and snarkiness, and it's like you know people being able to we've each propagated other. so much of it in our own company <laughs> that it's it's refreshing to have something where it's like this is a warm space. You know, yeah. it's like okay, this is somewhere you can go and have a good time and make friends, and like everyone's just happy. Like it, you you can't be sad inside of a theme park unless this, you know a ride shuts down. Yeah, I, I, this this podcast is obviously. Uh, about celebrating Jack's love of theme parks and his enthusiasm by far. Obviously, it's clearly <laughs> what it is. That's the stated purpose of this podcast. But for me, at the end of the day, uh, well, it's a couple things because I also love to see Jack uh, uh, challenge himself and, and, and achieve new things. But um, but it's really, to me, just about our friendship. Yeah. At the end of the day, like if you distill it down, it's just it's just about how much I love spending time with you and and getting to be a part of things that are important in your world. Yeah. You know, we have spent so much time together under the umbrella of the the importance of Rooster Teeth and the things that we've made together. But this is I, I love sharing and celebrating you and your passions. Oh. And it's just a great way uh, to have a safe space for us to be friends, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not having to perform as much as normal and everything. No, and, no, not at all. And, and, and I mean, and, and you've really embraced kind of like, you've you've let me kind of do what I want to do, and you've, you've definitely influenced my my career and trajectory and everything I've been as far as my sense of humor and who I am as a person, so thank you so much for that, and thank you for embracing this. It, it means the world to me, so... Aww. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough of that sappy stuff. Uh, Let's let's do some answers for the week. So the question I asked was, what ride would you ride with the lights on? So that was the question I asked during the Dave Cobblin, and I'll pick someone here randomly and uh, send them a map. So uh, Steady Eddie Nuke says, I think seeing Haunted Mansion with the lights on would be fun. Just seeing all the spooky stuff taken out would look quite comical. Steady Eddie Nuke. Steady Eddie Nuke sounds like the name on. I don't know if you've seen those new State Farm commercials. Yeah, where it's like where they're at the gym and it's Jake and you know the, all the NFL players are there. Everybody's like, there's like handstand and shreddy <laughs> Betty and Steady Eddie. Uh, Lurtle says I'd have to go on Space Mountain as well. I think we mentioned Space Mountain. The pictures of it all lit up look terrifying. A lot of people said Space Mountain. Yeah, yeah, that's a very scary place. Uh, Big D O two two eight says for a lifetime experience, I would go to Spaceship Earth. The twist going through the ride with all the different animatronics and a better view of how. 
steep you go up at the start and descent at the end. That'd be kind of cool. See, because mm. you go up really sharp at the beginning and end of it. So, I mean, all the creepy animatronics would be fun to see. Uh, Martinez D says, I always want to ride the mummy with the lights on. It's an indoor coaster and everything fits so precisely. I'm sure the lights on would be amazing. Also, bonus because I want to see the old tracks from Confrontation. Remember, they're up in the ceiling. We can go see that. And then, uh, actually, of all people, Dave Cobb jumped ah. in, and he answered one himself. He says, thanks for the awesome chat, gentlemen. Can't wait for the live version. Uh, as far as riding some of the lights on, I'd have to say Rise of the Resistance. But in, actu- in actuality, I'd want to walk through it to see some of the gags up close. Also, judging by the on-ride videos on YouTube, I'd love to do the same with the new Jurassic World ride at Universal Beijing. That one looks incredible. Absolutely. That's the one where, like, the giant dinosaur chases after you. We got to get to Beijing. Yeah. And he also asked for our merch in darker colors. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we you got that coming, Dave. Don't worry. We'll and then I randomly picked someone from, I picked uh, ThetaBot who says, like Jeff, I'll take any chance to ride Space Mountain with the lights on. It has been a favorite of mine since I first worked up the courage to get on it as a kid. I've been lucky enough to ride it once with the lights on and can no longer wave my hands around like I used to. <laughs> so there you go, ThetaBot. I'll reach out to you pretty soon and get your address. We'll mail, mail off a, uh, a, a theme park map autographed by us. And uh, yeah, and so, uh, and then I, th- this week's question, I, I asked it already, but what should we call the running group? For annual pass, like the the annual pass runners, what what should we be called? You have any names off the top of your head, Jeff? No, no, no. I've been thinking since you uh, <clears throat> since you posed the question, and that's why I brought up that uh, the audience has come up with all the best names throughout the history of the company because I've drawn yeah. a, a big blank right now. <laughs> well, if it, I'm, that's why we're asking the audience, like they'll they'll come up with some really clever ideas, I'm sure. I also got a, I got a package in the mail today. Uh, Dear Jack, I'm loving Annual Pass and hearing that you collect park maps, decided to get some from Disneyland and California Adventure for you. These are the maps they had for Halloween and Christmas. It seems that California Adventure doesn't do anything special. So the one with uh, with uh, Manny? The one with Manny is from Halloween and the one with the dancer is from Christmas. Can't wait to see more great content from Duncan. So thank you, Duncan. Duncan sent over some park maps as well. So thank you very much for that. Uh, there we go. Oh, okay. That must be from Coco, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Very cool. Thank you very much for that. If you want to send us anything, uh, annual pass, Care of Rooster Teeth Productions, 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. And uh, yeah, make sure you put annual pass in there. So. I want a mini with shake, and I want a specialty Sunday Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream. Dude, Nom Look Nom cookies. Those. Someone send me a photo of a Nom Nom cookie. Oh, oh my no, gosh, that, that specialty Sunday looks amazing. No, dude. That Paradise Garden Grill oh, looks so cool. God, we got to get back to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. DCA. Get that Nom Nom cookie. And uh, one thing, too, Jeff, very nicely on my birthday, uh, presented me with a time life from uh, the, the day Disney World opened. And so we'll go through this at some point. I just wanted to point out that Jeff is a lovely person. And, uh, and sent this to me. And also, it's, it, was, it was sent to someone who lived in Orlando as well. Yeah, that, that, kinda, was, that was the unintentional, but that, that kind of neat. Yeah, nice so, little Easter yeah, egg. It's really cool. So it's a time life. If you're watching on YouTube.com slash annual pass, you can see that. But uh, yeah, we'll, ha- we'll have more about that in the future because I want to dig through that. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jeff, I got a present for you. Okay. Okay. This is, uh, this is for your other podcast, but I figure I saw something that I was like, I think you might dig this. Jeff. Oh, Cat in the Hat cards. <laughs> I got you a pack of Cat in the Hat, the movie playing card or uh, collectible cards. Oh, that's awesome, dude. So I thought you might dig that when I was at the, Universal. This was at Universal? Yeah. They had, oh. they had some weird cards there. And I was like, okay, I'll grab a pack. Thank you. So. Uh, thank you, minor league fan, Jack. I really <laughs> appreciate that. I think you can do it. You can open it up on your next podcast. Yeah, I'm doing it. We're it. doing it uh, next Friday, I think. There you so go. I'll open it up then. Sweet. So that's going to do it for this extra long episode of Manual Pass. Sorry about that. But hey, I had a lot to talk about. Marathon, it took me six and a half hours. We condensed it down to about an hour and 20 or so. So that's good. So that was my other question. 
uh, one last bit. Last it took bit. You, what was the final time? I think it was like 628 or And six, what was your target time? Uh, my tar- my goal was to get under six hours. So I, I overshot it a little bit, by but 28 hey. 28 minutes? I finished. That That's awesome, dude. Yeah. You were off by. Th- that means. That means you've got 28 minutes of room for improvement the next by next January. I, I will say uh, I came back and uh, yesterday ran my fastest 5K I've ever run. So really? it's like yeah. So it's like that's well, a good sign. You're unencumbered and untethered now. So you, wait, know, uh, you know well, what you're capable too, of. I ended up running like m- almost the first 10 miles of the marathon. So my goal when I go back for the half marathon in February, I'm going to see if I can run the whole thing. I'm going to see if I can just do the whole thing like nonstop. Which you know, other than like get water, like how I, many K would you say you walked in this one? Ooh, probably about 15, not maybe not 15, maybe like, I mean, maybe about 15 or 15 so. out of 42. 42. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. That's so, not bad. So if I can do, if I can do the full half marathon, I'll let you know, I'll let you know in a month if, if I can pull that off. But I felt good. I, I mean, I felt like the first like eight or nine miles, I felt solid. And I think having the energy from other people, I think I might be able to last the last four miles. This is going to be, I mean, this, we're talking about you doing this next January. We're still 11 and yeah. months and some change. This is going to be so old hat to you. That you'll, <laughs> you'll do it backwards by then. It'll be fun, man. Yeah. And if, and if I can have a group of people to run with me, too, like that's even better. Because like mm-hmm. that, that makes it so much more fun when you actually mm-hmm. have people to run along with. Uh, you know, I would assume, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll be there, too. You'll be, <laughs> you'll be running the half marathon with me. I won't make you, I won't make you do the full. You'll just run the half. Just 13, 13.1. You can yeah, do yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely uh, experienced those moments in the Army. <laughs> I don't know that I'm in a hurry to get back to them, but yeah. We'll see. Well, Maybe, we, you, you, you've got time to convince me. There we go. There we go. We got we got 11 months. So, well, thank you again, everyone, for listening right now and everyone watching on YouTube.com slash annual pass. Uh, again, more visuals this episode than usual. I apologize if you're just listening, but hey, you can go check it out. We'll try, we'll try to post stuff on our Instagram and on Twitter as well. We're annual underscore pass over there. Don't forget, we have a Discord now. If you want to jump in, I've jumped in the chat. I'm going to invite Jeff at some point. Yay. You can say hi to everyone over there. Um, and don't forget, we have new shirts coming as well. They're coming very soon, I know, because they've, they've shipped to my house. So I typically they send them to us, and then they release them to the store like a week or two later. I haven't so, gotten them yet. No? Okay. Yeah. I just got the I got the order notification yesterday. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. So hopefully they're coming very soon. So And there's a there's a dark one in there, too. Again, themed around Epcot. The Dave Cobb Edition. <clears throat> the Dave Cobb yeah. Edition. Dave will send you one. Don't buy it. So that's it. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, everyone who supported me along my journey towards this marathon. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, and I, I did it. I did it. Is what it you comes down it. to. I, I ran a full freaking marathon. It Congratulations, was Jack Patillo. Thank you very much, Jeff. Love you, man. Love you Audience, too. love you guys. You learn anything today, Jeff? Yeah, I learned. I I learned. Uh, I learned. I can see you working up a joke. No, Come on. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck between joke and sincerity. Okay. Uh, I, I, I learned something I already knew, which is that you're you're capable of whatever you set your mind to. Well, thank you very much for that. I, I appreciate that. It means yeah. a lot. So um, thank you again, everyone, for, for listening and watching. We love you guys. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you very soon. Have a lovely day. Bye. Bye.